Hello and welcome to the Inner Know podcast with Janelle Bridge, where we talk about everything spiritual development. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to my podcast. So today I have a beautiful guest joining us. Her name is Steph Lenny. Now she is a mindset coach and a mentor for working predominantly with women who are working in business and slaying. Welcome, Steph. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Janelle. It's beautiful to be here. It's so nice to just be, yeah, sitting on a Zoom and and having a chat and you know, working out that you're actually local because I know that a lot of my listeners are local and you you mentioned that you were down in Torquay and then you've moved up and to the beautiful warmer weather and things like that. So that was something I didn't know about you that I found out already. So thank you. So one of the reasons that I invited you onto my podcast is because I love how no bullshit you are. (laughs) My listeners know that I'm also no bullshit, even in the times when maybe I should bullshit a little bit. I don't. (laughs) I'm a truth teller, right? And so I really resonate with your messaging across your socials around that. And the reason that I reached out with this podcast episode in mind was you were posting around, you know, um, the things that you don't feel, and I'm going to paraphrase and, and butcher it because I always do, but the things that you don't feel necessary to do all of the time to run an epic business. And there were things in that like journaling and breath work and, you know, chanting and all that kind of stuff. And I voice noted you and I was like, can we chat about this on a podcast? Because I resonate so deeply with this. Um, yeah. you want to chat into that a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that. And I do remember you, you dropped straight in and that was like, so excited to have this conversation with somebody who gets it too. So for me, it's like I I do pride myself on having a super solid mindset and I do, I love to talk about mindset. I love to educate. I love to like see somebody's mindset and have these conversations. It's like my favorite thing to do. And the thing that I always seem to find is that people are wanting to kind of go back and do the thing that I need to do to strengthen my mindset. And a lot of the times we've been programmed, we've been conditioned, we see in society, we have to journal, we have to do positive affirmations, we have to read the positive affirmations 50 times a day, we have to listen to particular things to pump us up. When for me, it's like if we're still playing in that frequency, if we're still having to go there, we actually need to look at the mindset. Like that is not going to strengthen our mindset. So that was really the post that appealed to you. And it's really the conversation that I have with my clients and people in my world. It's like, we, we need to be able to move past that. And maybe once upon a time, and, and believe me, the beginning of my journey, like the beginning of my personal development journey, I journaled. I remember filling up an entire journal of like, oh my God, another limiting belief. And oh my God, the limiting belief. Like, and it was really good for me at the time. And then we get to this point where it's actually, that's going to slow me down. If now I think, oh, I've got some self-doubt about this new thing that I'm going to launch or something like that. And I'm going to go and journal for a day. It's actually going to slow me down in my business. Mm. So we just need to be able to see like where we're actually playing in those different frequencies. Yeah. And it's like, I always talk about it being, you've got to have a toolkit. You've got to have this toolkit. Some people refer to it as a happy menu. It's like, what am I choosing from my menu that fills my cup or that is a diagnostic tool to find out what the fuck is going on in my mind right now. So sometimes for me, it might be journaling. Sometimes I don't want to sit down and journal and I will pick up my phone 85 times instead of journaling, like full disclosure, you know, I'm not a monk. Sometimes I need to get to the gym. Sometimes I need to have a chat to a friend. Sometimes I need to just go and do clean my house. 
house, you know, <laughs> to just work mm-hmm. out what's going on in my mind rather than having to do this deep dive into a journal. And I love journaling and I think it's so beneficial, but I absolutely agree with what you're saying. You don't have to stick to like a certain structure that's worked for you in the past because you might have outgrown it. And what I've found during my spiritual journey is it used to be like a deep dive and like a let's go finding everything. Whereas now it's a like, it's like a light bulb that you go, ah, okay, cool. And I don't need to journal because I've realized, okay, that's what it is moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Sometimes it's just, and like what I do believe in, like a lot of what I coach on is like, we learn through the doing, like we actually do. Sometimes people don't want to hear that because it's like, oh, fuck, you know, but like sometimes we just have to do the thing and and then see what comes up. Yes. You know, then yes. see what comes up and then like, what's the next thing? And like, be curious and be in life and be in the movement of life. So I've found that that's what's really strengthened my mindset by actually doing things instead of kind of sitting back and like passively looking at it or or, or going into like almost like a self-obsession mode of like what's coming up and what am I making, just doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And you'll never be healed enough to have no fear or no limiting beliefs or anything like you. I feel like you've got to get over that limiting belief and you're going to be playing in a whole new ball game and then you're going to have limiting beliefs about that ball game. And so it's a constant readdressing. And that's the thing, like I I, I play in my masculine energy a lot. It's my, my healing here is to remember to come home to my feminine self, my yeah, softness, my trust, because I'm like, but I can make this happen. You know, so I get a lot of that frustration, you know, with the, the spiritual coaching and the spiritual realm, I guess, which is kind of like lay back and be passive and don't do the things, just upgrade your mindset. And that when I read your post, I was like, yeah, but you've got to do things too. You know, like it's a balance. It's a beautiful balance. And I get it wrong. I'm always pulling myself up on, hang on, you're being too masculine. You're forcing, pull back a little bit, you know? And I think that that's also something to remember is that you're not like, okay, I've healed my masculine, my feminine energy is like, I'm fully balanced. It's like, oh shit, we're doing it again. See, so, you know, and I went through a stage of being super feminine and super in my feminine. I'm like, I don't really want to work. (laughs) Yeah. That balance, isn't it? it's and it's so true and I think what you actually said right at the start is so awesome for people to be able to hear that it doesn't go away like we're not we just cannot sit and think that I'm just going to feel like fully confident to do this or like there's nothing coming up for me and I have no fear like when I speak about fear it's like it's actually normal it's actually an a, a human emotion primary human emotion that everyone's going to feel and like you said that another every level has a new devil as they say and like it's we're going to continue to transcend it but the only way we do that is by like coming at the new fear and coming at the new thing that's coming up so I love how you language that and I love how with the transparency of like it just keeps coming up for, for everyone, even the ones who are in the midst of doing all the work. It's like, yeah. it's, of course, it's like we're never healed. We're never there. We're actually on the journey mm. going wherever we're going, right? Like, so I love how you language that because I think it's so cool because sometimes we can think like, fuck, I need to be here or I, I'm not doing enough or anything in that language where it's just like everyone has these feelings, but they actually just get to move with them. That's the yes. difference. Yes. And that's the thing. And this was, I had a coaching session this morning and I was talking to my beautiful client around very similar things and it's coming up in different ways. So like, 
you know, I would say she's going away to the ocean this weekend. And I was like, are we going to play in that ocean? <laughs> I'm like, are we swimming in the ocean? That's what I'm kind of, she was avoiding my question. And she's like, oh, I don't have any bathers. And I was like, why do you not have bathers? And it was all these different le- levels of stuff coming up. And she's like, I just don't feel that comfortable in my body. And I'm like, you know how you feel comfortable in your body? To get in the bloody ocean and you have fun in your body. You know what I mean? And I, and I spoke into my story of that as well. And I guess for women, we can often relate things back to body confidence because that's something that we work through so much. It's like, no, 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 I will love my body and I'll have fun in my body and I'll go in the beach in my body when my body is good enough to do so. And it's like, fuck no, because you're going to find another level that's not good enough. Trust me, I did that for 20 years. I'm not doing that anymore. It was when I started playing in my body and jumping in the ocean anyway and going, actually, this body's pretty cool. I like it. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is so true. It's so true. There's always going to be when I get there, when I get there. But then you get there and if you haven't enjoyed the journey of getting there or just being in the body, you're actually not going to enjoy it when you get there. It's just wild. Like I've just had my second baby. So my body's a bit different right now, right? Like we're we're three months postpartum and it's incredible and all of the things. And Steph, uh, five years ago, who went to the gym twice a day, had the personal trainer, did all the things, was fit as a fiddle, was still worrying about wearing shorts, Mm. right? But yet she was as fit as a fiddle and gym, 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 probably, you know. And then now Steph five years later, had two babies in that time, I'm wearing the fucking shorts. Like I'm literally wearing the shorts. I'm not going to sit in my journal and, t- and do you know what I mean? Like if I sat there and like journaled on my legs and the why I'm not wearing the sh- I'm just wearing the shorts and I'm like, and wow. If you sat there and journaled around it, it would probably pull you back to like you shouldn't be wearing the shorts. <laughs> I feel exactly. like it would for me too. Like I'd be like, yeah, those photos. So I went to a wild being event on the weekend. I got these beautiful photos back and I was looking at my legs and I was like, cool, you know. But if I journaled around it, I'd be like, oh, there, there was a few lumps there and like maybe next time cover them up instead of just like, you rocking your body. <laughs> I'm wearing shorts right now. You can't see, but I am wearing the shorts just yeah, to full disclaimer. But yeah, so glad. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. And I feel like bodies is a good, like how we do one thing is how we do everything, right? So when we can come back to our bodies, I feel like that really gives us a glimpse of like, yeah, right. Okay. I'm doing that in other areas of my life as well. And because women have been programmed to be so dissatisfied with their body it's that okay but I got there and I wasn't happy so then I did this and then I got there and I wasn't happy so reframing that as a bit of a euphemism for like what you're doing in your business or how you're showing up socially or whatever you're doing can can make you go oh fuck it yes like I'm just gonna enjoy myself as I am right now I'm just gonna step in I'm gonna do the thing absolutely just be in your life and be in the journey and just enjoy the journey is what I love to always say as well mm. Mm. and there's a question dropping into me as spirit does <laughs> which is this you know if you're sitting in the how do I move through this how do I heal this I want to say what are you doing what are you doing not like what are you moving through and how are you like moving yourself through it? like what are you doing to move yourself through that like what actions are you taking rather than what actions are you journaling about <laughs> what actions are you chanting about what results are you talking about you know what affirmations are you pulling in like what are you actually doing to actively change that within your life right now Mm, totally and also like what kind of just came in for me too was like you know this analogy that we always had with like you learn on the job Mm. like when we're working we like learn on the job and then when we come into our life and our own life and maybe even our own business or in our in a new area of our life that feels new and fresh we think we need to have it all worked out Mm -hmm. 
as opposed to just like learning with like, oh, well, how does it feel when I actually wear the shorts? Or how does it feel when I am in the bathers? And how do I feel when I am in the, in the ocean? How can I actually start to play in that type of frequency and learn a lot about myself? The biggest thing for me when I say that is not going into like that shame and judgment. Yes. Not going into shame and judgment because it's so easy for us to go there because then we don't have to take action. Then we don't have to do that again because I felt shit. Mm. If I decided just to not go into that shame or not go into anything but just observe myself and be like, do you know what? This water feels actually really good on my legs. Yes. Do you know what? It's so nice to go for a walk when it's hot and the sun's on my legs and but I don't feel hot and sweaty in pants. Mm. Mm. Like that. Um, yeah, and it's the observation without the judgment that I think that we fail at unless we're actively working on that because it's like we're observing like oh I just looked down I saw some cellulite and like that's a thing like that still happens to me right and we can go oh yeah the cellulite in my legs awesome observation I don't feel really good about that cool observation keep going instead of like oh my god what if someone sees that's not good enough I need to change that and as I say that and I've done so much work on my body I just I just feel hot and uncomfortable right because it's still within me so it's that element of like you're not looking at yourself and seeing perfection you're noticing but you're just not being pulled into the drowning like oh my gosh go and fix that you're just going like oh yeah that's there so yeah keep going pull yourself back to something more positive yeah really Mm. I love it any advice, I guess, you know, for those of of, of us listening, <laughs> I'm going to say us, those of us listening who are stuck in their, I want to say in their rituals, and I love rituals, so this is never, ever minimising ritual, but I feel like those of, those of us listening or any listeners who are stuck in a ritual, so to speak, that is just second nature and they feel like they're not really moving anywhere, what would your advice be for them? Yeah. So I would just be like, honestly, that self-awareness piece. So if somebody's listening to that and you even saying that, if you're saying that's not me, then I would look there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's like, no, that's not me talk, talking about me. I'd actually look at that and be like, oh, get curious. Oh, is this me? Mm-hmm. And is this actually still, still like this beautiful expansive thing that I'm doing that's helping me in my life? Or what else could I add on to this? I'm also a really big believer in like, if you are doing the ritual, cool, but what else can you add on? Yeah. You know, that's what I love to to see like, oh, I've, it's, it's not that I've clocked this or like, but this is in, this is in my life and this is what I do in my life. Now what's the next thing for me that I could add in? Cause it's going to feel fresh and new and almost a little bit edgy and all of the things, but what could I actually do next? Right. And the other thing for this is even with that post that I did, a lot of what I wanted to also speak about, and I hope you're happy for me to share here, is that it's also the people who don't have the ritual, mm-hmm. the people who don't have the ritual, the people who don't do the journal, but the people who spend so much time and energy shaming themselves because they don't do that yes. or, or yeah. thinking that they should be doing that when maybe it's actually not expensive for them to do that. Well, that was my thinking when I saw it. I was like, good, thank God, because I don't fucking do any of that anymore unless I feel called to it, if that makes sense. I have my rituals, but they're not. Um, this is the thing, like I feel as much as a spiritual being as I am and that's what I teach, your rituals don't have to be woo-woo and like deep and like, you know, delving to the bottom of the ocean all the time. Like my ritual is I wake up, my feet hit the floor, my dogs are in my face. They're like, let's go. And I walk outside with no shoes on and we go for a walk. That's my ritual. And we look at the trees and we look at the birds and 
that's my grounding ritual every single morning. And that's when my mind starts to unwind and my mind starts to wind up and all of that kind of stuff as well. So ritual doesn't have to be like, let me sit down with a pot of tea and some candles and make it beautiful and pull some Oracle cards and do some breath work and all of those things. Because I also see people who go like, I've been doing breath work every day for the last five years. And I'm like, cool. Like, do you want to change that? But they're, they're almost afraid to change that because it's got them to a certain point. And then it's like, I don't want to go backwards. And I used to do that. Like I used to do uh, breath work and ice baths every single weekend. And I did it for 18 months. It was incredible for transformation. It got to a point where it wasn't doing anything anymore, except taking out my Saturday morning, but I was scared to let it go. Yes. Mm. Yes. It's so good. It's all there's also the part where it's like seasons of our life. So as I just shared, like a three months postpartum, it doesn't feel expansive for me to wake up, to sit with my cards, to do a meditation. Like it doesn't feel because then I'd be juggling a three a three-month-old baby, my four-year-old son. Like it just doesn't feel like I have the time. So there's almost like this element of even people in my collective who are like, when I've shared this with my clients, they're like, oh, thank God. Because I was like, I'm trying to like get all this done, but I've got to get the kids to school. And like, you know, there's also that part where then that's not creating a strong mindset because all we're doing is starting the day thinking I haven't done enough or like oh, I should have done this. Like that is not the vibe. So almost it's like this self-reflection piece and self-awareness piece of like what actually suits my lifestyle, what actually suits the season of my life. Because I might go back to a time where it feels really good for me to like wake up at six o'clock and do my, do my thing and have my morning before my kids get up. But at the moment when it's like, who knows what time anyone's waking up or any of the things it, it, that doesn't feel good for me. Mm -hmm. And that's not taking away from like, or being in an energy of like, um, I don't do anything or like, you know, neglecting yourself completely, but it's not judging the season of your life. It's not judging where you're at at the moment. And it's actually seeing for yourself what's expansive for you, as opposed to how I start my morning, as opposed to how you start your morning or someone else on social media. Absolutely. And these rituals, and I keep calling them rituals, it just feels right to call them that, but these these rituals that we include, they are to support you. So like if you're being prescribed a ritual from your coach, that is to support you. It's not to shame you. It's not a like, you have to do this or you're going to fail. This is like, this is something that can support you. But it's not supporting you if you're just sitting there being like, oh my God, I can't even stick to my ritual. I've worked with moms who are so stressed out and I say, all I want you to do is have a cup of tea to yourself before you make some four-year-old breakfast. That is your ritual. <laughs> like go and sit outside and say, I love you, but... I'm going to have a cup of tea before I make your breakfast. Like that is your reclaiming your time. That is a first step. You know what I mean? Because mine are oh my God. I have a little bit more freedom now, <laughs> but I remember that so deeply. And there was no way in hell that I was getting up early when I was waking up seven times a night. There was no way in hell. <laughs> you know? So yes. yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point. It's exactly that. And so funny you should say this because Literally today in my Voxer with one of my clients, I said, you need to get your journal out and you need to respond to these questions that I gave her because she just saw something completely new about herself, which was, she was like, oh my God, she hadn't seen it. So I needed her to sit with it. Right. So there's time and a place for everything. However, I'm not going to tell her you have to start your day every single morning. You know what I mean? Because it's like, then she's going to feel like, oh my God, overwhelmed. And then I'm already letting myself down when I don't start my day this way, which is just not true. No. And I think, you know, motherhood especially, and I feel like feminine energy, it's like we need that devotion to ourselves, but it doesn't have to look like it would for a masculine standpoint. Like my husband goes to the gym at the same time every single day because he can, and that's, you know, what he does. And like half the time it's over fucking dinner time. And I'm like, babe, but then I'm like, go to the gym. 
Whereas me, it's like, I'm really tired today. I didn't sleep tonight. I'm going to go after my nine o'clock client. That's okay. And I feel like we have that flexibility and we need to be honoring our energy as well as it flows in that type of way. But yeah, I feel like don't, I guess the whole point of this conversation for anyone listening is like, don't feel like you have to do all the things or you're letting yourself down. Yes, so mm. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true, huge. It's it's just keeping you in a mindset that you don't want to be in. Yeah, It's just we can't actually move through, we can't grow, evolve when we're actually keeping ourselves in the shame frequency of I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough. Yes, there's probably times, and especially like if my clients are listening to this, they know that I will reflect things back to them, that they 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 I will recommend things that they do. I will say you need to do this from a point of view where I'm their coach and I'm direct and I need to reflect something back to them. And at the same time, they get to they get to move and get to work it out on their own. You know, like they get to see what it is they need as well. Yeah. So yeah, this is not yeah. full permission to do nothing. That's not what we're getting yeah. at. <laughs> it's not full permission to do nothing, but it's full permission to observe what's working for you and what's not. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. you're getting caught in stories of thinking, I have to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I'm doing this, but like is there actually something else I could be doing? Have I actually evolved past this thing? So I do remember back in at, at the beginning of my journey too, I loved affirmations. I had affirmations on my wall and like positive affirmations and all of the things. And then sometimes, and then it gets to a point where it's like that positive affirmation, I, I'm going to turn that into action. Yes. yes. I believe in myself. Okay, let's go then, Steph. Let's actually show and t- do something that shows you that you believe in yourself. And maybe that builds more when you actually take the step and do the thing that you wanted to do. Like that promotes self-belief and self-trust too, rather than just reading, I trust myself and I believe myself. And I think what I dropped into your inbox was like, you know, I'm sick of the bloody money mantras and the upgrading your financial frequency, which is really important. Like if you have some limiting money beliefs, you need to walk through them. But like if you're building a business and my clients who work with me to build their business more know this, no amount of affirmations is going to build your fucking business for you. <laughs> yeah. They have to get you in the right mindset to take action on building your business. That's all. So if you're in the right mindset, now is the time to post. Now is the time to create content. Now is the time to do the things rather than just like, oh my God, I don't have any money this week. Let me go back to my to my affirmations or my money ritual or my money candle or whatever it is. Like it's a tool to get you ready to take the action. Would you agree if I worded that correctly? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, ex- exactly. It's like, yes, we we have to take the action. That's the thing that actually builds the mindset. And I think that this could potentially be where a lot of people get stuck because the we read the affirmations or we do the journaling and we move through the limiting beliefs. But like you said at the very beginning, another one pops up. So what if instead of doing that or doing that and at the same time, I take the action. I commit to being the person who who posts every single day or I can commit to being the person who goes live once a week or whatever it feels if, you know, if it's business or posting in my Facebook group or doing the podcast or anything like that, I commit to being the person who does that. Then I show myself that I'm the person who does that. Yeah. And then I build my mindset and I strengthen my mindset and it becomes just something that I do that, it, that there's no limiting belief anymore because it's like, I actually, I do this. Yeah, you didn't have to yeah. talk yourself out of the belief. You just created a new belief through actions. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
it's powerful and again it's balance it's around the balance like how's your mindset awesome are you ready to take some action let's take some action is there some fears holding you back what are they let's talk about them you know it's the untangling I always make up new words and I want to say untanglement (laughs) the untangling one of my beautiful clients is a speech pathologist and I think I blow her mind sometimes when I make up words I was like we're disentangling and I was like untangling untangling (laughs) (laughs) she's like too far too far like she just looks at me. I feel like I see it from spirit and then I'm trying to word what I see. And so I make up new oh words. God, they work, it. right? They work. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So if you're listening and you need some help to take action or you're thinking that you'd like to work with Steph, what do you got what do you have on offer at the moment? So I would say come to my Instagram because I definitely hang out the most over on my Instagram. So that's Steph Lenny. And I do have a program happening at the end of this month of November, which is called High Quality Humans. And so it is predominantly for people who are in business and it's all things attracting your soulmate high quality humans into your business. So all things attracting the clients, your people, your customers, whoever it is, whatever the language is around the humans that you work with. So I'm very much, if you come to my, my IG, you'll see me share content very frequently. So I'm very much showing up in that space, have built my six figure business from Instagram. And this program is going to be all around speaking to, selling to, building those relationships with these high quality humans who you want to be working with in your business. Mm. So there's that. And there's also my link, like the link in my bio, which is previous programs, mindset programs. I am a manager. So I, I feel like you, you speak yeah. about how you <laughs> Yeah, I am a manager. So like you trust that you come and there's just all yeah. of the things happening. It's chaos, <laughs> it's chaos but it's oh. great. Chaos. <laughs> Yeah, so true. I've got two projector children and I don't understand them. My bestie's also a projector and I feel like it's constantly like, can we hurry up? Can we hurry it up? Can we hurry it up? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So I'm going to drop your links in the show notes as well. So they can you can just click on the link and give Steph a follow. Um, love your energy. I very much resonate with it. It's probably the manager side of things, but I also really resonate with your no bullshit approach and the way that you live your life. Like I feel like it's very, very authentic. And I feel through your Instagram that you show up and show off what you have for you. So there's many coaches that are flashy and like, oh my God, look at this and look at this and look at this and look at this. And there's just a beautiful authenticity about your work. So I just, you know, let me just publicly lay those compliments onto you because it's really refreshing to see, you know, that things that you've achieved are important to you for your life and for your balance and the way that you want to live. So yeah, super refreshing, highly recommend. Oh, thank you. Beautiful. Yeah. And look, there's been a journey. It's been a journey to here. So like if someone, if you're in the midst of it and like you're in the journey, like I feel you and we just, the the thing that truly has been foundational for me is moving, like moving, taking action, seeing my mindset, building that and just like being and living in my life and just getting so curious about myself. So that is the work of me. That is what I have totally come here to do and to share and so I love that you've been able to reflect that back to me. Thank you so much. Beautiful. And I think the same about you. You are oh, epic. You. Love you in your zone. It's so, so awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. I feel like I could chat to you forever and pick your brain on so many things. So I'm sure we'll have you back on the podcast. But um, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks, beautiful. Bye.